What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ryan Horrigan, who's a co-founder of Arky. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I just got this new virtual background. I feel like I'm in space, and you know, I'm, I'm excited to be chatting with you about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Arky and you know, they're not familiar with the company yet, what is it? What are you working on? So we are a platform for next-gen social games. And what that means is uh, games you play on your phone inside of social media, video streaming platforms, or messaging apps. So, you know, imagine being on TikTok, Instagram, WeChat, Twitch, Discord, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and launching a game via a link like you would a YouTube video and then experiencing that game right inside of that social platform with no app download. So walk me through a little bit about like the user experience here. If someone was to just like, tr- you know, learn about you for the first time on this podcast and they were to like kind of try it out and go through kind of the journey, can you walk through what that looks like and what someone could like experience if they, if they, tr- you know, try out RT? Sure, sure. Uh, so we're launching our first game in our platform actually in a few months. So uh, late spring, early summer this year, 2021. Um, so when that first game launches, they will probably learn about it uh, from say an influencer or from a friend or via an ad inside of social media. They'll click the link, it will go full screen inside of that social app, kind of like a YouTube video does when you hit play, it kind of takes over your screen. Uh, they'll play that game for however long they want. And then when they're done, they're right back inside of social media. We can remember them uh, through cookies. They can sign up for an account by giving us a phone number or an email address, or they can log in with social media um, and ideally, what we're trying to get them to do is follow the game's page on whatever social channel they found, first found it on, and then sort of be a part of that community uh, surrounding the game. And that's where they go to play the game, ideally every day or every other day. So this is a pretty unique idea from, from my perspective. It makes me kind of wonder, how do you come up with it? Or I guess, in other words, what's the origin of story here? And how do you get started with RT? Yeah, so my co-founder and I uh, both came from the kind of convergence areas of uh, technology and entertainment. I came up on the business side of sort of the movie business for the first 12 years of my career. I was a student executive in Hollywood at Paramount and Fox. I worked at CEA and I decided to kind of leave that business, go into tech and sort of join the AR VR space when it was super hot in 2015 and 2016. I joined a big startup that was emerging in that space. And then that's where I met my co-founder who was at one of the rival companies. He was running technology there. He had also worked with uh, one of the YouTube founders, Chad Hurley, um, on one of his uh, efforts post YouTube. Uh, He had like a startup studio. So he and I met and we both realized we wanted to pursue this um, as a startup. So we both kind of quit our jobs and started already. 
And how did you, you know, one, one thing that I think is interesting about startups is that, you know, you, you have a lot of experience, then you meet someone with experience, right? And then you decide to start something together. If you don't mind me asking, like, how would you, when you decided you wanted to work on Artie, what did you do first? Like, what, what was the first thing you did was like raise money? Did you build a product? Did you like get customers? Like, what was that like first or second step that you took once you decided you wanted to build uh, this company? So the first step is we built an MVP and then we talked extensively about the technology and the product. And I would say that's kind of carried forward every day. I would say every day we're always reassessing our messaging, our deck, sort of how we're thinking about the company, how we're thinking about the customer, who is the customer, what are their needs, what's the pain point, um, and then trying to kind of crystallize that into something very concise and coherent. Um, and I feel like that's, you know, uh, every day it's a process, right? You're, you're constantly sort of shaping the clay, if you will, or, or, or whittling that away into something that is more precise. Definitely. You know, I, I feel like I come across a lot of founders that they, the, the first step is to, to build and just stay, stay stealth for like, you know, as long as possible and not talk about it. And it's just like one of these things where you kind of, you kind of have to tell people what you're doing. So you get that feedback loop and you get customers and investors and employees and, and whatnot. Um, so, so I think that's awesome. So now as you're building out um, the company in your first game, as you mentioned, comes out in a little bit, what's an average day look like for you? Um, I mean, it could even be similar to your last answer, but I'm curious, uh, like as, as you wake up and work on, work on the company, what are some of the activities you spend your time on? Well, I'd like to kind of think since we are no longer in an office and may not be for the foreseeable future due to COVID, uh, my day is mostly video calls, phone calls, and emails. Um, but all of that's really about sort of moving the rock up the hill, both on the technology and product side, on sort of the hiring side, um, and then certainly on the kind of outreach to partners, biz dev, and then also uh, investment side. So, you know, a typical day for me could be a call or two with a VC, a call or two with a potential partner. Uh, maybe it's a YouTube influencer or an IP holder we want to make a game with, or it could be with a potential hire. Uh, it could be, you know, daily stand up with the team, finding out what everyone's working on, making sure that we're all planning everything out accordingly in our two week sprints. Um, you know, or it could just be having like a high level conversation with my co-founder about, you know, what are our next moves in the next few weeks or next few months. So, uh, you know, I guess an, one other question in this front is as you're deciding um, what you do want to build in the next weeks, months, years, how do you know what to spend your time on? And do you find that you have to balance feedback and, you know, ideas from your customers and users with your own vision? And I guess, how do you find that balance of keeping your vision steady versus building something that the market and the people want? Yeah, I think that's one of the hardest things for founders is to sort of stay true to your vision and, you know, why you're building what you're building, but also making sure you're speaking to the potential customer and user uh, because ultimately they're going to be the ones that make or break your business. You know, it's not going to be just your own ideas in a vacuum. Um, they have to be something that's needed that people will pay for, right? So for us, it was really about how can we make mobile games more frictionless? How can we bring them inside of, you know, the platforms that people spend all their time in? And, you know, how can we make that experience more socially native? Um, so for us, that's ultimately about the end user, but as a byproduct, if we can get that right, then we can also see some wins in terms of the economics of mobile games, reducing store fees or eliminating store fees, um, improving the customer acquisition costs by, you know, again, eliminating friction, having say paid media converted at a higher rate. Um, so these are all things that we think of, but at the end of the day, it's 
are the games that people are going to make on our platform, are they going to be delightful and enjoyable and easier to consume? And uh, moving kind of out from the day-to-day and what you're thinking about now and into the future, if you were to zoom out 5, 10, 15, 20 years into the future, what do you see as the long-term vision uh, for your company? I guess, in other words, like what, what is the vision and what direction are you rowing in every day? Well, I think, uh, you know, we've seen from the early days, links to news articles or images have always been freely shared across social platforms amongst friends or from the people you follow. Video then came next, um, music, um, and then games is kind of last holdout. That's the last media category that isn't easily shareable um, on social networks or among friends. So we think that that's going to sort of be what the next five, 10 years are about, but also um, really just meeting the consumer wherever they are. Um, and Leveraging cloud infrastructure and, and streaming uh, for interactive content is really exciting, but there's a lot of challenges, latency, operational costs, these kind of things. So we're just trying to do things differently than um, you know we feel has been done before and sort of optimize for mobile social, which we don't think anyone's doing right now. And then in order to make that happen, you'll need, you'll need some help. It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital, looking for users, beta testers? You know, how can we assist? Yeah, I mean, we're always kind of keeping an eye out for potential new hires. So we're going to be staffing up pretty soon on the product management and data science side, on the kind of community side, um, and then eventually putting a team around our efforts to build a SDK and developers program. Um, so that's kind of where our focus is and then launching our first games. Um, yeah, pretty soon we'll need some beta testers on some of these games. And, uh, you know, we're always thinking about, you know, whether or not we're going to raise a, another round of capital. Right now we're pretty well capitalized for the next year and a half or so, uh, maybe two years. So, you know, I think the best time to raise money is, you know, maybe when you don't desperately need it. Um, so, you know, we're, we're just uh, excited because we've been working on this for about two years, heads down. And now it's time to kind of officially launch pretty soon. Very, very exciting. Well, if someone wanted to learn more about this outside of the podcast and kind of dive in on the internet, where can they find you online? Do you have a website, social media links, an email address? You know, how can someone dive in and learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, they can find us at arty.com, A-R-T-I-E.com, or uh, myself on Twitter, Ryan D. Horrigan um, is my Twitter handle. Uh, Yeah, those are the best places to find us. And we'll have some more upcoming announcements soon uh, before our first game launch. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it.